Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kathy Gruber. And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we thought we'd do some fun stuff, which you're probably going to see in the next few episodes as well, because, hey, we like to do things different and shake it up, right? And so we thought we'd just do some shorter episodes where we just kind of ask some questions, talk real quick about certain things. And uh, so we're starting with this one today again, real raw, unscripted, right? So here we go. It's unscripted. I don't know what the question is. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? But, uh, you know, recently we had Corey Blake on and uh, one of the things that he had done um, is actually come up with his, his company, uh, Roundtable Companies had come up with this game called Vulnerability is Sexy. Yep. So I actually ordered a copy. It's got some great uh, questions on it. These are what are called break the ice. If you're Uh. watching video, you can see that. So it's just a question to break the ice. So we thought it'd be fun to just ask and just give unscripted uh, answers to these questions. So the first one that we have here, Kathy, what did you want to be when you grew up and why? As I think most kids did. So I went through phases, right? So the first one was I wanted to be a veterinarian. And then I recognized after my first hamster died that I couldn't handle the dead stuff. Mm. So I recognized that there was not only the taking care of the animals, it was the, you have to tell a kid or puppy just died. So that was out pretty quick. (laughs) And then, and then I went to archeology span because I was just obsessed with like Stonehenge and Egypt. And then I recognized I didn't want to be an archeologist. I wanted to be Howard Carter. And he had already discovered King Tut's tomb and what was there left to find. So that went out the window pretty fast. Uh, and then I landed, on, I landed on theater really young. I was probably eighth, ninth grade when I landed on theater and that stuck. I was a theater major. I pursued theater and now I translate all that into the motivational speaking. So uh, yeah, it was kind of an interesting journey. Hmm. Interesting journey. But yeah, it, uh, I had reasons pretty quickly why those professions weren't going to work <laughs> the first yeah. couple. Yeah. What about you? Well, and for, for me, I mean, I know when, when I was little, you know, when I was really little boy, um, I used to love watching Hogan's Heroes and war movies and other stuff. So I always kind of thought that I would go into the military and become a general uh, in, in, the, in, in the military. Um, it's general funny because General Jason, General Mefford, all present could account it for, right? <laughs> But what's funny is actually I was talking with one of my sisters uh, not too long ago, and she made reference to me that one of my nicknames they used to call me was the general, uh, because I would, <laughs> when I was little, kind of, I don't know if I was bossing the other kids around or not or what on, on how to play, but so that was one. And, and again, I don't know why that, that, that kind of went by the wayside. There's been lots of other things, you know, I was going to be a lawyer for a while and I was going to be a politician. That. Right. So actually my first my first year in uh, in college, I was uh, I was going to do political science. Mm-hmm. That's what my, what my major was. And then just had some things that happened kind of in the political landscape and realized there's no fucking way I want to be a politician. Yeah. <laughs> I have to lie to people and do all the things that you have to do to become a politician. Decided I didn't want to be a lawyer either ironically my favorite class you know that first year in college was psychology 
So, you know, of course, what did I do instead? I got an accounting degree because everybody told me that's what you're supposed to do. Right. But, sure. but anyway, that's not, that's not, uh, so I did that for a while, but, um, but yeah, so the why on the accountant was probably just to try to make a living, right? Because that was the practical thing to do. Yep. Practical. You can always get a job as a CPA, right? Yep. But, you know, deep down, that's not really, you know, what, what I want to do, what I like doing. And, you know, again, never necessarily thought of, of being an actor per se, but I always liked performing. And, you know, I remember, you know, we do these like little little things for our parents you know we'd put on the the turntable this was in the old days you know the mm -hmm. 33 uh and and uh you know lip sync to like disney songs or stuff yep. like that and put on a play for 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 my family so there's always been some of that inside of me and you know i just love teaching people and entertaining them as well which is kind of why what I'm doing today too, right? Why we do what we do. And it's so interesting to kind of, it's a, it's a similar topic, but I had read somewhere and I think on a way, one of our first episodes, we talked about this, the things that we played at as kids and the things that we pretended to be, often that fits into our life. And I look back at the, like the particular, I was an only child. So I was like, I was constantly in the game room downstairs, talking to myself and creating these scenes and these things. I did several things. I was, I was a veterinarian. I had, I kept medical notes. I had little pill bottles for my animals and my mom would give me Smarties to put in the pill bottles. And any other kid would have been like glug and just taken all the Smarties. I actually doled them out to the animals. I had a very specific chart. Capricorn was alive and well, even when I was like six. <laughs> they were color-coded too. Aren't they, they were totally like, color-coded. You have a headache. So here's like, this one for them. I kept vaccine charts and this whole thing and or i was wonder woman okay i was spun around and just hoped that i turned into wonder woman and uh or i um ran a business i had a little company when i was a kid called consolidated fuzz and i made a stock ticker out of a kleenex box and my dad gave me his old like the day planners that would automatically show up from your bank or something that he never yeah, wrote in yeah, yep. he'd give me like all these old invoices and i ran a company i don't know what i did <laughs> for consolidated fuzz but and now i kind of look back to what i do now i was also a voracious reader i mean i read war and peace when i was six what yeah i did not know that about you i was a weird i showed up to kindergarten fully able to read myself wow and someone at the my last class reunion brought that up and i was like okay i thought that was just in my head that i was like making that she's like no you could fully read i went cool so I was reading like psychology books and biology books when I was like a little kid I'd pull them off my parents bookshelf yeah. like what you have behind you and I would just read yeah. so yeah. now I kind of look at what I'm doing with my life and it's like I kind of did the medical thing you know with the massage and the alternative medicine and the psychology is huge now because I'm a coach and I still think I'm Wonder Woman and um, you I'm running my own business so <laughs> you know it's like it all it all sort of has come back <laughs> Well, it's funny. And I, and I think, you know, again, I mean, since we're trying to do these little shorter episodes, I mean, this is, you know, maybe great because where, where you just went with that, because how many people have you talked to? And I know I've talked to a lot of people and they're like, I just don't know what my calling is in life, what I'm supposed to do. And I've gone through that myself. You know, it's like uh, being a CPA ain't that fun folks. Right. So you have these <laughs> little moments where you're like, is this all I'm going to do with my life? And, and so it's interesting because like you said, and I've, I found the same thing as I've looked back at what I used to play, you know, or dream about 
as as a child as a young child even as a teenager because you can also throw a writer in there you know i wanted to be yeah. an author yep me too uh, yep. you know as well business people yes i started reading forbes when i was 12 or 13 i mean i know it's like crazy right but but all of those things when when you put it together you probably already know right so if, if those of you that are listening if you're sitting there going i don't know what i want to do with my life well rewind and think a little bit about your childhood think about what you dreamed about doing as as a teenager and chances are that's where you're going to find your answer yeah and maybe both of us have that same set that same thing right it's like oh man i can't believe we're here but when you look back it's like well that makes perfect sense yep everything was set in motion so long ago and it's you know to me it's this combination of things it's you know when i stopped performing i had this this thing of oh crap you know it was sort of humiliating because all the adults said you better have something to fall back on you better have something to fall back on what if the acting thing doesn't work what if the acting thing doesn't work and i thought what do you mean what if it doesn't work i mean there was not even a reality in my brain that it wouldn't work and that i wouldn't be a working actor in hollywood so when i decided this isn't working i'm not going to be a working actor in hollywood there was this almost shame humiliation of ah oh, shit the adults are right now what am i going to do with myself but i recognize that all that experience Every, every job I've ever had from Domino's pizza to wait, waiting tables at IHOP. Open <laughs> <laughs> my mouth a little bit. I mean, it was horrible, but all of those jobs, interacting with those bosses, having my first office job, not knowing how a fax machine worked. It was so humiliating, but all of that experience leads us to exactly where we are right now. And so there's, we've said this before, there are no failures. It's only feedback, right? So even though the acting thing didn't work out, I'm on stages around the world different outfit, different accent, but I'm still performing. And so it's like everything came full circle. And to me, there's no time wasted unless you don't learn from it and grow. Good, good point. I think that was, that was good. Yeah. And we just hit our 10 minute mark. (laughs) Oh, well, there we go. Well, no, because I, I think it's, it's, it's actually very relevant because a lot, most people wonder about this. Uh-huh. and and there's also the other side of of like you said is sometimes we might be doing certain jobs doing certain things that we don't necessarily want to be doing but we're also serving in in our own way right uh-huh. and so like you said even even you know waiting tables at ihop the way you did it you could still serve the people who were there and it still made you who you were. I mean, when we talked to Dennis, you know, everything I needed to learn, I learned waiting tables. tables. Yep. Absolutely Uh, true. And so, you know, even if you might not be exactly where you want to be, just try to incorporate more of who you are into what you're doing and see the bigger picture until you can make whatever the next, the next step happens to be in your life. Yeah. And what skills are you acquiring? What are you learning from that thing you're doing right now or, or did do? When I have clients, this is real quick. And then um, when I have clients trying to figure out what their next step is in their career, we sit down and we chart every job they've had, what they liked about it, what they didn't like about it, what they learned from it, how their bosses and their coworkers influenced and encouraged them. And we put that together as a roadmap to, okay, what do you want to do next? Let's pull those good things, those good qualities and traits. Now you have your next step. And it's such a meaningful activity. You have no idea that the paper route when you were 10 influenced you so much until you really sort of break it down. So I've noticed that too, as I've started reflecting more on my childhood based on some programs and stuff I'm working on now that it is, it's really, 
you already have the answers. They're already there, right? You just got to do a little bit of digging into it. Do an exercise like Kathy was just talking about. That would be a great way for mm -hmm. you to kind of figure out some of those things and help you know what your next step happens to be. Yep. Cool. It's all about self-exploration, right? Hey, we just mm -hmm. hit the 12-minute mark. Perfect. Woohoo. Perfect. All right. Perfect. I'm Kathy. Perfect. General Jason. I'm Kath. I just, you're such a goofball. I just can't see it. I mean, I can totally see you being an attorney. I think you'd make a great attorney. The general thing? Uh, no. And they can't see that? Okay. Can't see it. Oh, no. I, have you met you? Can you? No, it's not even possible. So you made a good choice. <laughs> I, I would be a Bill Murray stripes kind of. Right, officer, that's... Right? We're doing army exercises, sir. <laughs> and those don't actually exist in the real world. Those get killed. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> We don't want that. All right. Well, I'm Kathy Groover. I'm not a general. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford, who is also not a general, but I can be met. I can be <laughs> I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, have a great rest of your week, and uh, see you on the next episode of the Fire Nerd Podcast. See ya. Bye.